It's time to rock and roll! All right, have some green tea after this, bud. Okay. Yeah, and some cough drops. Oh, yeah, cough drops. Those are lifesavers at Comic-Con, yeah. which is what we're here to talk about today. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Waffle Press Hangouts. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. With me today is my co-host, Universa. Hello. Good to uh, good to see you again. You doing good, bud? Yeah, doing fine. Okay, cool, cool. We also have a guest today, a returning guest, Felicia Wade. The great Felicia Wade, she does it all. She writes, she acts, she she does literally everything. I can I'm not gonna run down the list. Hello, how are you? Jack of all trades to you, sir. <laughs> Jack of all trades and master of basically all of them. But how are you? What's up? <laughs> I'm great. Excited to be here, excited to chat. Glad I think this should be an annual thing of our Comic Con recap. <laughs> Yeah, it should. Yeah. That would be that. Nothing would make me happier because <laughs> I'll. Be, I'm gonna be honest. Before we get into the, the Comic Con talks and talk about a movie with talk in the title, mm. um, going to Comic Con this year, I was very excited because I love you guys. I have, I have a blast with you guys wherever we are, um, and I love Comic Con and going out and stuff like that. But I kind of thought maybe this is like the last year I'll go. Like, not super into what this stuff has kind of been about but i like hanging out with my friends and uh, we'll see how it goes and then i had like the best time of my life at a comic-con ever and i was like i could do that some more yeah so mm -hmm. yeah this year was was uh the most fun ever um there's some weird stuff that we're going to talk about obviously gene <laughs> and i did mm -hmm. um an episode we're both really proud of i don't want to speak for him but um i think it's safe to say we're both really proud of yeah. talking about the writers guild strikes how that applies to the yeah. sag strikes that are ongoing um and so there's there's an air of strangeness with the people that are not usually at these conventions of uh, being like the faces and the celebrities of these brands or or motion pictures or whatever but um it was a very good year for like just convention goers i guess and mm -hmm. we'll, we'll we'll get all into that but uh felicia what have you been up to since the last year you were on this podcast um so many things um <laughs> i mean it's some, i know some stuff you can't like talk about all the time which is fine where to where to start <laughs> well obviously the strikes have affected me because i am hopefully one day pre-wga pre-sex mm -hmm. so this yeah. is the crossroads so I'm technically not allowed to talk about a lot of things right now. Mm. We can discuss Comic-Con. Yeah. But I cannot talk about struck work. And we can also talk about independent companies. Oh, there you so, go. You lead the fifth. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> no, no. But ob obviously doing um very... Mm -hmm. Um, proud of my work on discussing film and our our team we've been able to attend more more screenings and events um, we had a great time during like the FYC events we got to go to a lot and collab with some great companies that I cannot talk about <laughs> but those <laughs> were a great time so so good things no, they're, they're, they're very good things. And yeah. I want to shout out Discussing Film, not just because 
I've uh, worked with you guys on on a couple articles too. Um, but just because the, the headlines on these tweets regarding mm. strike related uh, news is mm-hmm. the saltiest out of any news outlet I think I've ever seen, and rightfully so, it's very impressive. Like one of my favorites is. Rather than going back to the negotiating table to give a fair deal to writers, the studios are beginning to consider terminating some of their first look and overall deals with writers as soon as Tuesday. Or, uh, and this is a more complicated one because it's not just the strike that affects this movie, but it's a favorite tweet of mine now, is Mm -hmm. Sony says they are considering multiple dates for Beyond the Spider-Verse depending on how long the strike lasts. Of course, if they gave writers slash actors the fair (laughs) deals they deserved, this would be sorted quicker. So. Who writes these tweets? Who writes these headlines? I want to know. <laughs> um, it's uh, a mix of our um creator, uh, Jacob, mm-hmm. and um, of course, one of our dear friends, um, co-owner Andrew Salazar. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Um, obviously, it's a complicated time for us because technically, as critics and journalists we are free from technically what's happening with the strikes, Mm -hmm. but also we're an entertainment news outlet. So this is kind of like the marrying of both worlds. We want to stand in solidarity, but we also have a job to, you know, discuss news with people. So this is kind of like, we will share the news, but also we stand in solidarity. Right. with what's going on in the industry that we love and care so much and have worked in. We've all been lucky to work at one point or another in the film industry or do internships and stuff and someday might do more work or this might be our only work. Who knows? Who's to say? So better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. Right. Who knows if yeah. movies will exist anymore? Who knows? Who knows? It's a, yeah. it's a fun time. That's, very, that's one yeah. way of putting it. Yeah, it's very um, uncertain. Yeah. And again, of course, very necessary. Very necessary mm-hmm. uncertain times. But um yeah, just just fucking pay people. That's what it comes yeah. down to. The strike's been very yeah, very uncertain. Yeah. And obviously this is a even bigger issue that we have seen in our country that we currently live in and a wonderful pandemic that we all collectively experienced and were able to be at home and realize like hey there is more to life than work you know we we work to live we do not live to work so yeah yeah it's just about time that that some overall systemically that there needs to be change and people need to be paid a livable wage and Mm -hmm. Inflation is crazy high, so no one can afford anything right now. Yeah, the rent is too dead high. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of planning some more uh, trips this year because I've people who know me and follow me on social media know I've been kind of hopping around a lot this year, uh, and I'm I'm not in danger of of no longer being able to do that, but I'm also like maybe one more trip instead of three this year. You know what I mean? Like a better. Yeah. You better take it easy just uh just to be safe uh, yeah nothing to be concerned about thankfully but right you know you got priorities now and it's like bills and shit so yeah, there goes your antarctica trip i know yeah i, I was really looking forward to the penguins so penguins, yeah. that's a joke i actually used to have uh 
a very deep-seated fear of penguins, but that's a story for another time. Because that, <laughs> that's real, by the way. That's not a joke. They can't, not, they can't uh, No, I'll, I'll just tell the story right now because we we could just switch over to talk to me in a second. Um, so I had a dream. I was at my my preschool. It was like two years old. It's like one of the first memories I ever had. Uh, and I had just seen Jurassic Park. This is essential for this story to make sense. And okay. I was talking to my friends at the little, by the swings or whatever, the jungle gym. And they were like, oh, there's someone new we want you to meet. And I was like, okay. And I waddle on over. And I'm like, oh, hi. And it's like an emperor penguin, you know, the one with the frills on the side and stuff like that, right? And it's like, oh, hi. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember exactly. Like, you must be Diego or something. Oh, I have, I have a present for you, but it's in the back of my throat. I was like, okay. And then it opens its mouth and it's like, got to go deeper. So I put my head all the way in. <laughs> And there's a pair of red eyes looking back at me. And then it rips off my head like like a like a toy, like a Lego. And then I woke <laughs> up. This is real. I'm not that's making this up for a bit. A... This is it was terrifying. That's that's a very detailed Scary. dream. I wish I could remember mine, but I never do. Yeah. That sounds horrifying. It was like it was, it was, like it was a, a real of, problem. A lot of I analogies or I didn't do well with like trauma there yeah yeah <laughs> what is the what is the let's unpack your dream <laughs> yeah. oh god i don't know i i'm not a i'm not a superstitious person i'm not into like a, astronomy and stuff like that but i would like to hear what like a dream interpreter would say i probably wouldn't believe it for a second but i would like to hear if someone could possibly interpret that like Ooh. in some like uh, intelligible manner because for me my brain is just like oh i saw jurassic park and i probably saw a penguin and it, it fucked me up. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't do well, well when March of the Penguins came out. You know what I mean? Right. It's your there's... subconscious. There's something more. It's not just the penguin. Like there is yeah. a, a bigger fear at hand. Fear of the unknown. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Can be that. Maybe I should get one of those ceramic hands from no. uh, talk to me. No. Nope. And just nope. I'll figure out what the deal is here. I'm gonna say talk to me, mm-hmm. and then I'll say. I'll let you in and do the head thing and um yeah let's talk about the new horror film talk to me which mm-hmm. again um was not uh produced by a24 it's just being distributed by a24 it was uh directed by michael and danny philippou also known as the raka raka guys from youtube i i didn't know them as that um i found out i i do slightly i'm familiar with their work slightly because of the crazy ronald mcdonald sketches like that infamous gif or that infamous video clip of the Ronald McDonald like screaming and the high pitched voice and slamming and then punching oh. someone's face, um, which is very funny out of context. That's yeah. that's them. They did that, and then they made a really scary movie. Uh, Felicia, what did you think of Talk to Me? Unless you can't talk about it, I, I just <laughs> no, I'm I can't. Trying I can't to talk about okay. stuff. No, I can't talk about A twenty four. It's great because they are an independent company, and if those who are listening have heard the news um a24 has matched what the actors and writers are asking for so good on them for doing the bare minimum so um sag has officially given the green light for a24 to continue what they're doing promoting their work and to continue filming whatever future projects they have so good on them yeah 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 Yeah. it's something but anyways um a24s talk to me um messed me up as we talked about it is about a ceramic hand that 
some teenagers find and apparently the ceramic hand has a connection to the dead and if you let a demon spirit in you you can talk to them or have them speak through you um i've experienced a lot of loss this year so it was extremely relatable i related to the main character she was experiencing some grief with the passing of her mother and it hit home and also it was very scary the jump scares some of them were predictable but they kind of like went in a way that you didn't expect it to go so even yeah. if it's like oh i see a shadow and i like i know something's going to come out of the shadow it still like messed you up because you didn't know like exactly where it was going to go so they they took some classic horror tropes, but they still were able to make it fresh and exciting for those who love horror. So I loved it. I think it's a five out of five for me. Five fingers. Oh, wow. Five yeah. fingers. Uh, Gene, what did you think? Oh, yeah. I also <laughs> I also saw it early that week. And uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was very impressed by it. It was, you know, it felt like a really like thought out like film because it's like you know when they're talking about you know like where the hand comes from and it's like well we know but in the movie it kind of like tells you a little bit so it's like feels like there's just so much going on uh the visceral nature of it was really creepy just like the whole thing you felt like a little unnerved and uh also yeah like i like the so the characters, the tone, like it was like they were kind of mean spirited, but like not like like uh like they didn't have you know they had depth to them, so that was cool. But yeah, it was just uh yeah, I really appreciate it. It reminded me of uh, Evil Dead. I know they're getting that a lot, but I think that's a compliment. Yeah, that's a huge compliment. Are you kidding mm -hmm. me? Evil Dead is you know. Or you don't like Evil Dead, Diego? No, no, I love no, I love Evil Dead. No, 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 no. I just love um, Evil Dead. Yeah. I love Evil Dead, and I see the Evil Dead comparisons. Um, I I don't really know what else I'd compare it to, like off the top of my head. But um, it's oh, I guess I guess I so. see what it is. Uh, like, it the follows there, like, a little bit, like it follows. a little bit of follows. I think it's yeah. good that we can't think of a lot of comparisons. Yes, yeah, it because yeah. that means fresh. it truly is its own unique thing. Mm -hmm. yeah it really does feel very fresh i i think this is much better than it follows um but yeah. that's a whole other conversation and i'm not trying to start shit on the internet anymore mm -hmm. i'm growing as a person i'm yeah. trying to we'll see how long that that holds on to but um <laughs> yeah i thought this was terrific there is like one thing that's kind of been bugging me since i saw it and it's not a plot thing it's a casting thing um i'll, I'll just get out of the way because mm. i really want to praise the shit out of this movie and the cast and just uh like top to bottom, this is a, this is a killer movie. If you love horror movies and you haven't seen it yet, like you should watch this, um, because, uh, like I don't think the directors come out of the gate like fully formed, you know. Like you watch Michael Mann's Thief, and it's like, oh, that's that's like the Ooh. template of his old career. Like it's it's right all it's all there, right there. These guys I don't know yet, but like you could just tell they just fucking love this shit, and it's really yeah. infectious. Um, I think it's very mean spirited, actually. Uh, but not as a negative until like it's you know the the movie is sort of a, a metaphor about like addiction and peer pressure and, and drugs especially um and so it's just a it, it's a little I, i've seen some criticism that's kind of made me think about it more too 
that the, the black lead of the film ends up suffering a lot and i think it's i couldn't understand someone saying like it's a little too brutal uh, uh like with the the casting with that but with the decisions that are made in the in the writing of the film i think it makes it feel a little uh nastier um but i it's again it's just something i wanted to bring up it's not like a hang up for me even it's mm. just something that kind of uh uh bothers me in hindsight a little bit but and i don't think it was like malicious or anything like that it's just like it, they went for the best actor for the job because the, the, the actor is great she's she's terrific i, I should have pulled up her name already before i started talking about this movie because she's really amazing um but yeah this this is a banger as the kids say sophie wilde is her name sophie wilde keep an eye yeah. out for her because she's like incredible as the lead of this film um and i think the evil dead comparisons really come with the camera work because yeah. doing like you're like just here's a fucking jib here's all oh, here's like, your possession and they yeah. they say let me in the camera gonna fucking flip backwards here's this back yeah we're gonna slam this guy's face into that we're gonna push push in over here here's a rack focus here's the split diopter here's a dutch angle i'm like this is this is my shit i never want a movie to look normal ever again yeah you know and like i see i see the hereditary comparisons because it's you know it's also about like grief and stuff like that they're they're very different films i I don't think they're that similar um i think hereditary is uh I, this is gonna sound like crazy. I I promise, but I, I think okay. Hereditary is a little funnier. Um, which is I I know uh, like, I just, like, just, like just dark gallows humor. Yeah, yeah, sure. it's very dark uh, gallows yeah. humor. Um, not that this movie's trying to do that either. So again, I'm not I'm not positioning them. I just I'm seeing a lot of comparisons to other stuff, and I don't want to do talk to me a disservice because like it really does stand on its own as like a fresh new voice. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see what these guys do next. Yeah. I know they're they're lined up to do Street Fighter. Next. Street Fighter, yeah, yeah, um, that's their next thing. Yeah, and it's like, okay, like I'll watch that for them. You know, I don't, I don't give a shit well, about Street they, Fighter. They, they, it seems like they really like Street Fighter. Is my well, impression. I mean, they're just, uh, they're just really good at filmmakers. <laughs> yeah, like from this alone, you know, like I, I don't like who cares. I just want to see them like fuck people up for two hours in the mm-hmm. in a movie theater. You know, yeah, or maybe like an hour. Well, hopefully hour. they don't get they don't get stuck in like a studio trap. Yeah, I hope so. That's yeah. that's the unfortunate. Yeah. You have indie filmmakers, and then they do a big blockbuster, and then it either goes great or it goes bad, and then they, they never make anything again after. Yeah. So they yeah. suck them up. Yeah. Andrew said that uh, Ari Aster came up to them after the screening. He did. And, like this is the best movie I've seen. So that's a that's a good compliment. That crazy Ari Aster. Yeah. Ari Asher's a good director. People yeah, don't like director. him on the internet, but yeah, he's a sick person. <laughs> no, no, I don't think, I don't think he's sick. I just think he's very. Uh, I think as <laughs> as a, as an artist, you kind of have to be very open mm. about like your own feelings about stuff. Not every artist, as we've discovered, some people are very good at hiding shit about themselves. Unfortunately, um, and I don't think Ari Asher's like a weird dude. I just think his art is yeah. weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, hey, what's your relationship with your mom like? And if, if he was like, oh, it's great, I'd be like, bullshit, you know? But like, I don't right. think he's like a weird, bad person. I just, yeah, you know, you know, he's honest, I guess, in his own way. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there, there's a lot to say about talking. I don't want to spend too much more time on it, but it's, uh, I think everyone should go watch it. 
It's mm -hmm. uh, frankly a little strange that it came out in July. Um, I think this would have been a killer Halloween movie. October. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're yeah, seeing we're seeing a, a common thread of Haunted Mansion came out mm -hmm. this week as well. That Everyone should have also come out in October. Mm -hmm. And this is a curse that Disney has done before. <laughs> yeah. Is just like they came out with Hocus Pocus in um ninety-three and it also came out in July. It had oh, a really? July release and it <laughs> was a flop. Oh shoot. So yeah, I mean, that's... And now it's know. a cult, cult classic, so I think we're seeing a trend. I don't understand why you wouldn't yeah. release a horror movie or anything, at least Spooky. near Halloween. Could be could be in September. Yeah. You know, I just don't understand. Like, people are, I, in, I, are in the uh, mood to watch these things. It's yeah. summer. People are on vacation or enjoying the beach or, you know, people want popcorn movies. They yeah. do not want to watch something horror. And it's they, no, not like a bat. I'm not like bagging on movies itself. I'm wondering why studios are distributing they, these movies during they, these times. It yeah. makes no sense. They just don't think like we think. They don't live on yeah. the same. Yeah. I, feel like it, I feel like it's not even like a complicated ask. I feel no. like it's just common sense at this point. Like, yeah. hmm, it's fall. Like, like Starbucks. Why does Starbucks release a pumpkin spice latte, latte during October? Like, why do they do that? I wonder why. Maybe because <laughs> people want mm -hmm. the taste they... of fall. Maybe, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh, but I don't know. No, I mean it just reminds me of something like uh, like Bros that came out last year. Oh, Bros, yeah. Which is like clearly that's a Valentine's that Day. That's a Valentine's Day release, and it's like, oh, we're releasing yeah. it in, in September. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, do Bros should Bros should have also been a summer movie too. That was a a great time. I I, I don't get it. I've I've heard it's good though. I I've not it's... seen it. I like Nicholas Stoller a lot. I think he's mm -hmm. a really underrated comedy guy. So, come on, guys. Come I'm on! Sorry. You need to I'm see sorry. the bro, bros. Need to see the bros I just, on the screen. Look, look! I I was busy catching up on my a pizza pong witty ethical cinema. So, you know, okay. if, if anyone hasn't guys, seen a guys, tropical please, melody, guys, <laughs> you should watch Tropical Malady. <laughs> uh -huh. Um, Uncle Boon me, who can remember, who, oh. who can recall his past lives? Excuse me, not remember. I think I'll see Bros instead. No, he's the best. All right, Martin Scorsese endorsed him, so you know he's the best. All right. All right, uh, but he, he wasn't at Comic Con, so all right. I, I won't talk about him anymore. Who wasn't at Comic Martin Scorsese? <laughs> Martin Scorsese, yeah. Has yeah. he ever been at Comic Con? I mean, I we'll segue way we'll segue way into Comic Con, but like, <laughs> as any of his movies warranted, like okay, Hugo, you could totally see that at Comic Con. Uh, The Departed is kind of a banger. Departed. Like The Departed is a crowd pleaser. That, that is a crowd pleaser for sure. Yeah, yeah, they had him, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg, and Jack Nicholson at Comic Con. Yeah, but they can't have them do lines from the movie because it's the most repulsive. Like, there's like five mm. slurs a minute, yeah. you know. So you yeah. can't, you can't do that. Is there any talk about their history or something? Yeah, do you guys think there's any Scorsese movie that could be a Comic Con? Oh, yeah, the party. Like, uh, Killing of the Flower no. Moon. Killing no, <laughs> no, None that's of such them. a fucking de dark, depressing mm -hmm. tale of, in like human history. Like, you can't show that at comic-con yeah good lord you think he would enjoy himself at comic-con no he'd be like i want to defeat all of this and he'd be right to do so 
Actually, no, yeah, he might have enjoyed himself more this year, though. Oh, yeah. I could see, yeah. Him, could see him going to the vendors and buying some tins. Or, I, you know, I don't know. Him and his no. daughter. No, I, don't I, don't, I don't see that. I just said All I could right. see him there, you know. He's on he's on TikTok, though. No, his daughter's on TikTok. And <laughs> yeah. She is, yeah. She is Get playing it right. a pivotal uh, mm. part in, like, mm. the longevity of uh, American cinema. Like yeah. capturing her father and uploading him to the internet. I'm not even joking. Preservation, she's yeah. Doing, yeah, she's preserving like art uh-huh. and history. Uh-huh. Like sure. Like, I I, so. No, no. You, I know you think I'm bullshitting. I'm I'm dead serious right now. I think it's so cool and so funny. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I I stand. Right. I don't even follow her on TikTok. I'm on TikTok only because Twitter is like dying, and I need people X. to pay oh, attention. To or it's not. It's not Twitter takes. anymore. It's X. It's Get it right. You know, you and Gina are the only two people I've heard say that. Even like as a joke, like mm-hmm. the only two people. Andrew and I yelled at Gene the other day because he called it X. We're like, just call it Twitter. Like it's it's still Twitter. It's gonna go back to Twitter. Oh, it gets us on the phone. Oh, uh, look, it's X have, now. I yeah, still yeah. have the the bird. I still have the, the bird. bird. I still have. The I bird have too, the X. Hopefully. Unfortunately, I still have the bird. I'm not gonna. You have to put it. your hand behind it. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, I still have the bird. Bird up. Yeah, bird up, bird up. L- lucky you. All right. Yeah. I, I was just you know, say he uh, loves the X-Men. You go, Gene. He loves uh Speed Racer, Racer X, right? You just I don't know. <laughs> what? Why Elon was Musk. that tangent? No, I said Elon Musk, he just likes all the oh. X oh. theme <laughs> stuff, yeah. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. No, I think he's just like he never grew out of like being a teenage boy. You know what I mean? And it's like when you're a teenage boy, you're like, you want to look cool and hip. So everything's yeah. got to be like black. You got to wear yeah. black all the time. And it's like, you got to have stuff with X in the title is really cool, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's simple and, and, and sexy. Sure. And, uh-huh. and yeah. that's what a teenage Sorry. boy thinks, not a, yeah. a human yeah. adult. No, I know. But... <laughs> not a 50 year old man. Not a, not a 50 year old man. He's a father. Get it right. Like five kids, seven oh. or. Like I don't seven, know how many kids he has now. seven secret children hidden across the globe. Oh god! Oh gosh! <laughs> Anyways, none of this has to do with Comic Con. I don't know why it's no. so hard for us to segue into Comic Con. Yeah. Well, we kind of did. I mean, we did, we we were there, and then it got pulled back, and then oh, I tried okay. to keep taking us back, and it kept. Going. Right. It's fine. It's fine. Twenty this is... twenty-three, San Diego Comic Con, the fifty-something annual Comic Con. Is that is that real? Is that that's how how many years it's been? Uh, Felicia, I know it's like fifty. It, it's we're past fifty. Um, yes, we're so unprepared for this today. I know <laughs> we're so sorry. Thank you for for joining us today. Mm-hmm. This is Thank this you. is a treat. Um, yes. No, but uh, I mean the one great thing about Comic Con this year is that uh, the vendors mm-hmm. were like they were popping off. It yeah. treated them very well, at least many of them. Um, all the the panels. Oh, this is this is like the big thing for me because I love going to the smaller panels because I never really check out like the Hall H ever. Um, yeah. Last year I just did it for the John Wick thing, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a good panel, but it, it was great. But you know, it's like usually just like, oh, who, who's talking? It's uh, the guy that voiced Samurai Jack. He's had a panel. I just walk in there, get mm-hmm. out of the heat, listen to one of the greatest voice actors in human history. Uh, I couldn't do that this year. I couldn't. I couldn't see anyone at all. Every panel was filled up. So if I wasn't there, they an were hour filled early, up. That was it. 
So, I mean, that that's great for them, too, honestly. I, I'm just, yeah. uh, I'm bummed for myself because I used to just be, like, able to stroll into these places. And the one place we could all stroll into without any problems whatsoever was Hall H. Hall H, so big. I know. 6,000 seats. And we took up 6,500 is max capacity. Oh and there's 150,000 attendees. So mm. you can imagine. It's the first year I've been to San Diego Comic Con and I've not seen a line wrapped around like the convention center. There was no line. That's I'm always been anti line, honestly. Mm-hmm. Also though, yeah, so I'm like I'm happy for this because I'm like I I don't I don't think people should have to destroy their bodies to see something that they might not even like when they see it. Yeah, or or get in, or get in, or you just get like, in. Uh, yeah, because it's like you've been there where um you know you've waited for a whole for particularly Marvel, and it's like you know you have to like wait overnight or they sometimes they give out the little. Wristbands, they right? they do get they started the wristbands there okay. were not wristbands before and there were years we were camping out for two days yeah you've been doing that for a while so we can get it yep and let me let me times there's no judgment of anyone that does that i just think it's been like like i i think it's ridiculous that they basically make people do that and then oftentimes they'll like hold on to the footage and stuff that they show in Hollywood. well they don't they they don't make people do it it's the yeah, fans you're right, you're right. it's the fans unfortunately who created this culture before you were able to you know line up the day of for hall h and and can just go but the issue with all i mean most convention panels is if you're in the room for a panel you're not kicked out of the room after the panel so for people who want to see maybe a marvel panel at 5 p.m people are going to get in when that room opens at 10 a.m. And they're going to sit in there till 5 p.m. to watch the Marvel panel because they can never be kicked out of the room. So that's one of the blaring issues is the room's not cleared out after a panel. And if you're waiting for the next one, you're not going to get in, unfortunately. So sometimes even for the days Marvel is there, people want to see a different panel, but they can't because it's packed and people are sitting in there all day. So issue one, <laughs> issue two, um, is the fans are the ones who created the line culture because they were so excited the year that Twilight first attended Comic-Con. There was no camping out for panels before that, but because our dear Twihards were so excited to see oh, Twilight's first appearance at Comic-Con, Mm-hmm. They decided to camp out the night before to get in. And that was the first time the room had ever like fully, fully, fully filled up like that. Mm-hmm. And then it set a precedent for the future years of Comic-Con to, yeah, if you really want to be in there, camp out because everyone else is going to camp out. That's that. You did like an oral history of that. That's, yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> I've been going for a lot of years. Yeah. I've been going since 2008. Mm-hmm. I was 13 More years old. I wore a Joker shirt. My Comic-Con ticket was $10. Oh, my God. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> so you've been going, like, yeah, way earlier than me. So it's just, like, amazing. It feels like you're, like, back in my day. Back in my day. Mm-hmm. Just, like, you know, we could we could afford education or housing. <laughs> Our Comic-Con tickets were $10. No, no. Yeah, and just, show, and just show up, you know, and just show mm-hmm. up and, and walk into panels and stuff. I remember... 
one year I went to like the Scott Pilgrim panel mm. and it was like walk-in like literally I looked at the time it started and I was like okay I don't it was like the last panel of that day so it was probably like 6 p.m or something I was like okay that's when it starts and I just like showed up like when it started and just found a seat <laughs> what a time to be alive yeah that was must have been fun yeah the first time I was able to do that was this year and you know it was fun it felt very cool uh, to listen to Gareth Edwards, Dustin Simeon, and uh, Louis Leterrier talk about movies. What a bunch. Yeah, and Louis Leterrier, yeah. my boy from the Dark Crystal TV show, which Dark is excellent, Crystal. and everyone should watch it. It's Incredible the best thing Hulk. he's ever done. Again, the Dark Crystal is the best thing he's ever done. Yeah. But I'm a, I'm a big fan of him. This keeps happening, because last year, Tim Miller was there. And mm-hmm. I've, I've not hated any of his movies. But, you know, I'm not, I don't like, oh, Tim Miller's directing something, I gotta watch it. Yeah. But hearing him talk, he was so passionate and funny. I was like, "Yeah, I like this guy." Yeah. Same thing it, with Louis it, it made you like like them and yeah. want to explore their work. Yeah, so yeah, that only... was the one of one of the panels we attended was directing directors on directing. Yeah, that was a good one. It was, and the only person who was more excited about Gareth Edwards, the creator, than me was Louis the Terrier. He mm-hmm. he left the stage to watch it in the crowd with the audience <laughs> also to use the bathroom but the crowd thing was yeah then they that all had to use the bathroom. that was a very yeah. exciting moment in the panel and all my ears and all my panel watching never have i seen all three panelists get off stage because they all had to use the bathroom at the exact same time and like run into the audience to hit mm-hmm. the bathroom and then stay in the crowd to watch the trailer and then run back on stage so that was a pretty cool comic-con moment that we'll probably yeah. never see again yeah no be like Although, all right use I, the bathroom first yeah no i'll say like that was a long panel too yeah it was so. i'll say like it's a long time to go to the bathroom when you're on a panel like just just go it's okay it's just a panel it's not that important your bladder yeah. is more important than yeah panel. well they are paid to be there diego so they oh, are that's, contractually that's true. Yeah, obligated that's true. it's not just like for funsies they're <laughs> the bit the big guys they're paying money to um save that panel slot and then they are also paid by their studio to be there to speak. So it's like, you know, going on, on your lunch break at a job when yeah. it's not, you haven't hit your fourth hour or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's yeah. fine. That's Unfortunately. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I encourage everyone to take bathroom breaks anyways. Yeah, this is a, it was this cool. Is it was a great moment. Cool. I was not, it did not deter the panel for anyone. Everyone was like, hell yeah, go to the bathroom. You know, it was <laughs> a pee, great pee. relatable moment. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh yeah, people, they're just like us. Yeah, yeah, here, no, no, go ahead. I was just going to ask you guys what like other highlights of the convention were like this year for you, you know, so go ahead. Oh, Gene. Sure. Oh no, it's gonna hype up uh, the creator because we saw a clip of it. I don't think it's even online. We saw like five minutes or something. No, it's not online yet. It's yeah. not online, yeah. No. It looked great, amazing. The monkey has a detonator. I was gonna bring up it's like the moment where the monkey comes out with a detonator. Someone has like a pet monkey that's gonna blow up a bridge and he pushes a button and then he blows up a bridge, you know. I was like, Yes. Everyone was like losing their minds so that was an iconic moment 
it mm-hmm. reminded me of um the monkey in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, oh, That's yeah. what Captain uh-huh. Barbosa and like you know like takes the coin from Captain Jack and then he like runs back and then he's like oh like that was very good Jack and he's like oh you're welcome and he's like no I named the monkey Jack. Great moment. We need, we need like moment. we need like more stuff like that in like we we need movies. stuff with I mean not just monkeys but any yeah. animals a- animals doing cool animals. tricks and stuff. What happened to animal actors? What where are their <laughs> well, rights? Yes, yeah, so they they have no track record. It's it's a <laughs> I know it, there's a fine line between animal cruelty and yeah. and and animal need, training and stuff. But the, animals are so cool. Mm-hmm. We need the idea of that like weird stuff, you know, make things like I don't know non generic. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. anyway, Comic Con. But the creator, yes, the creator. It, it, it looked really good. <laughs> Gareth Edwards knows what he's doing. So he, was in, he came out of uh, his slumber to make this movie. I think he was just, I think like he was just in like development hell constantly. Because like he had mentioned, there was I'm sure the panel's online by this point, but I'll just say mm. for people listening yeah, to this without context, like he's talked about how he was maybe working on some adaptation of something else at one point, and it's not quite shelved, but it's not happening now. And um, yeah, so he's he's. Like he casually just pitched this idea he's been working on for a couple of years, which turned into the creator. He was like, "Yeah, I got this one idea, and I blah, 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 right." And they liked it so much, they're like, "Yeah, just do that," <laughs> which, yeah, is, but... which is cool. And then, yeah. of course, now it's out there that he shot it on the the Sony FX3, which is a camera the size of a normal pro consumer grade camera. You can pick it up at Best Buy for like two thousand dollars or twenty five hundred dollars for the lens too. Like, yeah, that's. Okay, I took that twenty five hundred dollars. Not like it's not nothing, but it's for a camera to make a movie on. It's it's pretty freaking amazing. Um, extraordinary. Yeah, I I'm really excited for. I hope this movie works. I hope this movie's a hit because of that. I want to see more people get like really creative and hands on Mm -hmm. with. um, You don't need like a big red camera or like uh, the Ari or something like that. You know, it's like we have technology to make stuff now without. Like the need of big studio backing, you know, and the creator does have big studio backing, but you know, it's yeah. Um, yeah. The, the general idea of like you can literally just make a movie right now. You you can start doing that. Like it's yeah. That that is here now. It's there's no longer a question of when. It, it's like now, which um is really really cool to me. And so I hope the movie works. Oops, I think so that was the most exciting thing I saw at Comic Con. So I I also didn't really see many other panels, but. Uh, Oh yeah. We well, we, it'd be it'd be remiss, remiss of us to not discuss that we got to see our friend Dorian Parks moderate mm-hmm. a panel for Spider-Man Two. That was one of our highlights. Getting to support our friend on his first huge Hall H moderation, a pretty pretty big deal. Um, and the panel was great. Uh, mm-hmm. I have not. I have not played the spider-man game i've seen my cousins play it so i've sat and watched mm-hmm. them play it um but spider-man 2 looks really good yeah i think you yeah. would like it you you have to play it you have to play both of them because they're great they're okay great Probably. games uh and yeah you're right that panel was fantastic mm-hmm. uh, uh dorian well. supersedes gareth edwards because you know real life friend obviously mm-hmm. but um <laughs> uh yeah he did a great job in that panel was really exciting um it was yeah, Tony Todd. I, I feel like 
he was like really happy to be there and because like mm -hmm. he's got big theater kid energy but like like he's just i mean he's a legend you know he's a living legend of, a, of an actor yes. um and he just brings like a, a real gravitas to it but not like in a way that's like different or, or shunning any of the other actors or artists that were up on that stage and a uh, shout out to yuri lowenthal the the voice actor Which, yeah. of, uh, peter. of peter parker who mm -hmm. like at the i was kind of curious like are they going to mention anything about like sag or wga right when they're getting introduced in succession as the camera's like passing everyone by introducing everyone they're about to pass the year and he's like i just want to say one thing and he goes into this big monologue about supporting sag and wga Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's fucking, that's my Spider-Man right there. That's a cuff, yeah. Yeah. That's what, what Spider-Man would do. I, I guess they weren't, they were told not to mention that. Um, and he did it anyways. So, yeah, that's that's the boy right there. Solidarity like for Peter too. Parker. And he did the Spider-Man 3 dance, yes, yes. Everyone loves that. I love it. Yeah. I'm just, you know. I, and he was dressed, like, in the Spider-Man 3, like, yeah. black suit. Oh, yeah. Like, his own spin on it. So yeah. that was that yeah, was really you know fun. That was really cool because the black suit and mm -hmm. like a, a black suit and tie, by the way, everyone. Um, but then if you look closely, there's the, the little venom insignia yep. kind of stitched into it. That was really cool. I don't know who designed that for him, but good job. Good job. They did great. Yeah. But and yeah, then, that that was a, a fun panel. It was yeah. great. Yeah. I, um, I was game. also trying to make it to um as we discussed, um, there wasn't many panels, but yeah. all the smaller panels that were already still happening, um, they oh. were filled up. So I was trying to attend um, a panel um, that was voice actors and also discussing um, the impact of AI and synthetic voices and the financial implications of episode order reductions and the line where union protections end and where federal or even international law may need to step in. So I was trying to attend that panel. It was very early and the room filled up like that. So that was really sad, but I was very excited after that panel. I like waited around and I got to meet um, Duncan Crabtree Ireland, who is the SAG after a national executive director and chief negotiator. So that was very exciting to get to discuss with him and very exciting that he attended Comic-Con to kind of discuss where we're at now with the strikes and for mm. him to get the message out there of what SAG is seeking. That's really cool, so, yeah. So that that was a, a Comic-Con highlight <laughs> for me and getting to talk to him and, and get to show support for everything. Yeah. No, see that's better because Gene and I are just like geeking out, like, "Oh, that was cool! It's a Spider Man," and you're Spider -Man, like, yeah. "Here's here's the breakdown of workers' rights and why it's important mm -hmm. to fight for them." And it's yeah. like, "Yeah, I, that's, I, I that's probably it, more important." It is part of it. We're allowed to geek out, you know. We mm -hmm. here are like geeks first and foremost, and like it, it's what we discuss, it's what we love, and stuff. And like the overarching is like, you know, the the things that creators that creators of these things that we love and the actors that are in these things that mm -hmm. we love you know are are fighting a bigger fight and yeah. you know it it would be like remiss on us like for not us not to mention that all these things we talk about you know 
there's a bigger team and a bigger scope behind it and um recognizing that we're recording this episode during this like tumultuous strike time yeah it's gonna be for a while too so we're doing our best to navigate it but you know it's always good to listen yeah and i mean like gene and i are are starting to talk about episodes for the rest of the year soon Mm -hmm. basically and uh and it's like you know we're not we're not a big platform we don't we don't really get paid to talk about any of this right. the, the podcast is for itself and yeah. we kind of just use it to hang out with our friends at this point but yeah. um yeah. and maybe interview uh directors we really admire uh not to pat myself in the back but you know like we, we're probably not gonna cover a lot of the bigger movies coming out frankly yeah. um and they might not even come out so maybe we won't have to worry about that yeah, yeah. So, i know. think i think the best way to move forward is like definitely honoring um where the strike is at now and moving forward maybe covering yeah like more independent stuff and um even like world cinema too Mm -hmm. and like kind Mm -hmm. of dive into anime or you know oh yeah no i i got a list yeah anime yeah anime for sure Uh, well well i'm gonna start bullying everyone in the podcast for watching anime anime. no no it's it's, it's an old it's an old joke that uh I, I used to to bug people about watching anime and okay. now i like anime so i'm 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 just as bad as everyone else yeah but we're, we're, speaking uh, of world cinema yeah. i could start talking about the beast cop franchise starring don lee uh, oh uh, okay yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah gene, gene knows that one yeah Lee's i was like kind of kind of beast cop franchise don lee oh and um you can also talk about um animation animation is SAG gave the okay like, that animation is okay to promote and talk about. So oh, that's I didn't exciting. Know that. so and they also gave the okay to discuss anything that's like theater, Broadway, and stuff. They're in a different okay. union. So you can also shed some light on that or even do a dive on like um, movie adaptations, like for. <laughs> musicals yeah. like back to the future is about to hit broadway this fall oh, oh yeah. yeah i saw a lot of uh things uh advertisements for that in england back to the future the musical which is like yeah it started on the west end and now it's coming to new york in the fall, so, and it's they like... did like a really crazy um uh promo for it like it mm. kind of it showed like marty's shoes at the beginning and oh it like God. seemed like he was like flying into the theater and i was like that that was a good promo they knew what they were doing yeah, yeah. i've only heard I mean, good things about it yeah yeah where we could yeah we're, we're workshopping this as we're recording <laughs> yeah no literally uh, like, like right before we're like yeah we, i mean right. <clears throat> I, i'm glad that we're <clears throat> you know you're kind of letting your listeners into the the process, the process and maybe open up to suggestions and stuff like should everything be made into yeah. a musical probably not not evil dead the musical no evil dead should have a musical movie at this point that's the that's evil the dead has a musical it had the musical yeah I was referring to and that. it was great my was friend good. was in it in las vegas it was mm. a great time and the the first front rows had a splash zone for blood wow yeah i want to go to that yeah it was a great time i went twice i loved every moment of it 
and we were not told about it. So I'm not going to hold that against you, but I am this slightly disappointed. This is years ago since I even knew you, Diego. Mm-hmm. This was okay. like okay. All right. 2014, I think. Yeah, that was a bit yeah. ago. That's fine. That's yeah. That's <laughs> all right. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, there's plenty of other stuff to talk about. So, yeah. and I mean, um, um, we're still doing the retrospectives. Also, fail blockbusters coming at you soon, sooner than you think. Yeah, well, um, we can talk about old movies. Yeah, old movies. Yeah, yeah. Or we could just talk old TV shows. Just talk about Succession. Talk about, talk about Succession forever. Yeah. Um. Oh, I'm gonna get Gene to watch Righteous Gemstones. As God is my Oh my, my God, you have to. That is an incredible show. You're oh my God, you watched it too. I didn't know that. <laughs> of course, I well, grew I up know. in the church, oh. so it's oh, very sorry. relatable. Uh, I know. I mean, wasn't my choice. I supported my grandparents to go to church every week. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I, you I'm don't also... get much choice as a child if yeah. you want to go to church. And every week, I would cry and I'd be like, I don't want to go to church. I hate it there. I already yeah. have hindsight. <laughs> yeah, I had a, a similar upbringing. Um, not as intense as some other people's, as I've heard, but um, you know, yeah. Mexican Catholic raised, and then uh. I was even an altar boy for a little bit, and then mm. oh, more no. stuff started coming out about uh, priests being monsters, right? And uh-huh. then after that stuff started coming out, my parents were like, you know, you don't have to do that if you don't want to after all. And I was like, okay. I, I didn't know that was the reason, but as I got older, they were like, yeah, w- when that started coming out, we were just like, it kind of changed their perspective. Oh. So respect oh. to my parents for mm-hmm. not, um, yeah, for, for being parents. decent at a certain point. Not yeah. that they were dicks before, but you know what I mean? Just like a yeah right. yeah but exactly <laughs> good on them good call yeah. for them yeah so shout out to, <laughs> well, to mom and dad side, side tangent but anyways that is a hilarious show it um a lot of the topics touched in the show great on the writers it is exactly accurate to some of these um big mega churches that they call mm. and kind of the business side of things and the discrepancy on how much money the church makes it's fun it's a good time it is it's really incredibly written and acted uh right. somehow dan and mcbride became <laughs> just this incredible auteur over the yeah. last decade shifting between comedy mm-hmm. and drama and the halloween trilogy and now exorcist i don't i don't know what the fuck that dude's got the sauce. I love Danny. Mc- I'm a Danny McBride truther at this point. Like, yeah, if he has too. his name attached to something, I'm gonna check it out. Like, that's how much I like his work. Except Hollywood Kills, but that's fine. Whatever. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like we're we were a little off the rails. Already. Yes. Yes. Are, are there? Any, yes. Which is fine. These we don't have rails here. We sort of okay. we tell people we do, but we don't. No, um, not really. No. Do we have any any final thoughts on Comic Con? uh any future endeavors we want to highlight sure. for ourselves or just looking back on it like how do we feel about comic-con this year as a whole i oh if i could go first yeah i i really appreciated how it's like how creative it got where it's just like there was stuff that because it's like it's i mean it's gotten to this point like i hate when people are like oh it's gonna be about excuse me it's gonna be about the comics again I'm like yeah that's cool but it's like it's also just people like just um for lack of a better word like fans or just people that enjoy like just a lot of like pop culture things but i appreciate how creative it got because it's just like well it's like you know uh like for one of the things they had a one of the events they had like a k-pop band 
it's like I never saw K-pop until now, and I'm like, oh, I look kind of like it's uh pretty pretty interesting. I don't know if I'd be a fan of K-pop, but like you know, I saw a K-pop thing, but yeah, no, I I I, uh, I thought it was just like it really made like the experience a little bit you know better where it's like not everyone's like rushing or you know trying to get in line somewhere where it's like everything didn't seem as like jam-packed and like you know like hall h like you need to go to marvel because i'm sure uh you know for you guys for discussing film where it's like you know you kind of feel the grind a little bit the grind of like you know you need to cover this this panel because it's like marvel and it's like you know yeah, it just felt it felt a little bit more like uh, laid back. So that's how I kind of felt on that. I'd agree with that. It, it felt yeah. very laid back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll just get mine out of the way, and we can end with Felicia. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really had the time of my life this year. We yeah. met. We all met a lot of really cool people mm-hmm. that um hopefully we we able to keep in touch with, and some people have even mentioned like moving jobs and locations to be nearer uh, unrelated to meeting us it was just like oh how cool like we could we'll be able to actually not just keep in touch but actually you know get to hang out in real life and that, mm-hmm. that's always a cool feeling you know i mean um i feel very lucky that i met so many cool people through the the internet through twitter right that's yeah. basically how i have like half my real life friends at this point um yeah. <laughs> but it like it was just such a, a great time um some of us stayed in the same place and it was a real treat just like kind of getting together every morning and every night uh to the point where like i'll be honest like last last week going back to work and stuff i was i woke up and i was like my buddies. my buddies aren't yeah. here i got Sorry, my cat dude. and my dog but you know it's like i was like oh i gotta yeah. i gotta go to work by myself that's kind of a bummer <laughs> yeah. um but yeah no it, it was such a great time uh everyone was really nice this year like even people i didn't like get to know just people like i was taking pictures of cosplayers and stuff like that and i i always ask i i, I don't like kind of like photobombing someone or something like that mm-hmm. um but everyone was so welcoming like I, I took a picture of like uh someone who was dressed as ray and they were like super excited that i asked to take a picture of them and they uh i, I posted on my instagram they were they were super sweet give them a follow mm-hmm. and they uh they wanted like it to be like emailed and shown and everything it was it was great it was great everyone was so great this year um and this is a, a much lighter note to end on uh i went to the voodoo ranger ship with gene oh, the last yeah, day for just a little bit because we were uh our last day was what we call the side quest day side every quest. every side uh, quest. there's a side quest where we all kind of yeah. do our own thing yeah. last year i was, was by myself the... on saturday this year mm-hmm. it was like gene and i just met up randomly and then um we went to the Voodoo Ranger ship, and so speaking of Pirates of the Caribbean, Felicia, it's like we, we got to do that like first thing next year because that was really cool. That was and nice frankly, I never wanted to leave the boat, but it was the last day there, and I I didn't want to make you all wait for me before the drive back home, so yeah. <laughs> I went. But um... no, you're fine. You're fine. It was good you went. Yeah. You're allowed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna you. have to like fish you out of the water. I know. Next year, I'm just I'm gonna be, like face down. Where's Diego? Just face down in the water. Just... 20 beers in the voodoo rangers are like trying to get you out (laughs) felicia any final thoughts uh yeah um it was obviously a a different year um usually hollywood has a bigger presence at the convention and they still had a presence with 
things that were clearly set up before the strike posters of shows and um, some it's like some promo but not really um but it was still a great year it doesn't hollywood doesn't have to have this like glooming presence you know it's still at the end of the day a convention for fans and for fans to talk about things so it kind of like reinvigorated kind of the the even the smaller panels there's over like 900 other smaller panels and they all saw a rise in attendance usually like we said those rooms are empty so it was kind of nice that it returned to the roots of like attending these like fan-led panels and like getting other voices out and other people getting to see that and for some of our vendor friends it was an exciting year for them people saw more foot traffic on the exhibit hall floor where a lot of independent artists are and other um comic book vendors and stuff and they saw an influx in sales and all that so that was really cool to mm -hmm. to see and like experience and it was like i said different year but also still a great convention and it also gave us more time to kind of hang out and like do other things outside of the convention yeah. usually i'm stuck in panels because i have to cover those panels and write about them and all that good stuff so it was kind of nice that got like a little bit of a break from being stuck in a room with five thousand other people all day <laughs> yeah. and instead i get to see what's outside of the convention get to go visit some of my vendor friends and support their small shops and stuff so overall pretty good year yeah i agree yeah we did it i feel like we're still coming down from the post con like oh, yeah. i know yeah. i do i do i know it was a great vacation too i felt yeah. like this was I, at least for me this year where i've had some travels this was felt like the most vacation vacation it was like a yeah. nice break from real life like we really did enjoy our time there yeah it's bittersweet it's, it's like new summer camp yeah <laughs> yeah a little bit um with more alcohol um but yeah. also uh I, 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 yeah. shout out to everyone who enjoyed the shout house i really like that that bar in oh. san diego Wish um, I, I know next year Gina, yeah, i was too year. tired it was too tired it's it was fine um yeah i'm gonna drag everyone back every year now all right it's, it's no yeah favorite. yeah um, yeah well, it was a good time we went yeah. to a dueling piano bar and that was Indiana's. that was probably a highlight as well so it's got spaghetti. to experience more of the gas lamp area yes. because downtown San Diego is beautiful and kind of the biggest sadness is like we don't live near San Diego so we don't always go and we go for this convention but we hmm. don't actually get to enjoy like San Diego so San it was Diego, nice yeah. yeah that we got to like enjoy more of the downtown area and like yeah. see what's around and Go bars. try other places to eat. Yeah, bars. Yeah. So Spaghetti that was factory. really nice to, yeah, like sit down and actually have a meal. That never happens. We're usually running a subway and then running back to our panel and like eating in the panel. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sad times. Well, I hope that doesn't change for, for you guys. I hope, like the, the yeah. newer experience being able to settle down, you know, and I'm, I'm sure next year uh, things will be better. The strike will mm -hmm. probably be over by next july i'm i'm optimistic about that maybe not the end of this year but that you know by that point next year um yeah I, ho I hope you guys still are able to take the time to go enjoy yourselves um without having to be locked into 
a panel or covering this thing and because i was like the only one not working the last time I, we all oh, went and it was yeah, nice to have a too. company yeah. also i know just, for gene for gene yeah. working in the hotel room i know i know yeah. but uh yeah hopefully it's, it's there's a better balance in the future for all you guys because um yeah it's it's a uh, it's a blast it's a blast felicia thank you so much for joining us again where Aww. can the people thank find you. you on social media and all your wonderful uh mastery of all trades <laughs> they can find uh, my personal endeavors on instagram and twitter at as told by felicia um and you can also support my other job just because you film i think mm. it's rude <laughs> don't have to really it's exactly that username on mm -hmm. all platforms we're on everything we have a tiktok now oh, we're trying yeah. we're trying to do that trying to yeah. get into the we don't know exactly what the people want on tiktok <laughs> it's a new platform for us we're used to yeah just sharing words and news which is great and reviews and exclusives and all, all that jazz interviews but yeah video hmm, mm -hmm. where to go with that that one but we're trying we're, we're doing our best no no you guys are doing great gene come on follow them bud keep oh, up. I, I didn't know there was a yeah was get on the tiktok on, we're on tiktok now exciting things and we're, yeah, of course instagram's trying to launch Threads. Their, their version of Twitter threads. We're on threads. Yeah, I've seen the threads. You know, yeah. Just trying to keep up with everything. Mm -hmm. That's very hard as a as a oh, social are, media are guys, coordinator. Are you, are you guys on Blue Sky too? I just got into Blue Sky. Shout out no. to a friend of the show. I don't know what that Angie is. Han. Okay. It's like, Never mind. It's like Do the, I have to get on that too? Oh no. I don't know at this point. It's like the, the alternative Twitter, but threads Great. is also that. Yeah. It's yeah. not the not threads Twitter. Yeah, so we're on so, threads. Yeah, link links down to all that stuff below. Yeah. Um yeah, Gene, uh they know where they can find us. I feel like we don't have yeah. to outro ourselves. I'm on, uh, you yeah, know, I'm if on you threads. follow this, you yeah, know follow where we my are. threads. You could you could follow me there. I'm Ready? not on threads. I'm gonna be a grump about it. And all right. Yeah, I'm not on leaving. Yeah, I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah, that's the that's the message of Wolf of Wall Street that he was right to to stay there. He, he made every right decision, and that's what I'm gonna follow through oh, to the end. Yeah, I was I was more referring to there was like a skit on like Courage of Cowley Dog, where it's like Eustace, he's just like in his chair, and like all this stuff is happening oh. around him. Like he's getting like there's a tsunami or there's like fire, and he's like, I'm not leaving this chair. Nope. Oh, okay, so yeah, I no, felt, that, that's more like me. Yeah. yeah, it's like on Twitter. It's like nope, not leaving Twitter. <laughs> Again, thank you, Felice, for joining us. Uh, thank you, Gene, for being my co-host. Thank you, everyone, yeah. for listening. Thanks to everyone who's just uh, just keeping on out there. All right, mm -hmm. take care of yourselves. Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, if you didn't like this episode, like and subscribe anyways, because you might find something you do like. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We have been professionally unprofessional. Bye-bye. <laughs>